There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Bitch better have my money. Alright, here we go. Got the hookers coming to town. I'm getting every email from every guy that's ever been with a hooker, by the way. It's no big deal. They used to travel for work. You know how many hookers follow conventions? And that's true. Yeah. You can think about it. That 50% number seems so ridiculous. And I'm just like, the more you think about it, and we're like, that's probably because they're always hanging around. Every casino you Casinos, go to. Casinos, conventions, all sorts of stuff. That's a big number, but hilarious. Uh, Brady was just regaling us with stories to his... Uh, Football Sunday kids puke parties, which is uh, on the border of human trafficking. To vo- you vomited some kids yesterday. Oh, man. The Shamoy Mega was taken to the next level. You didn't eat any more of that garbage. They're into these food challenges right now. You watch any football ever during oh, that? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That was halftime. Oh, you guys, halftime performance. You made kids drink gallons of milk to throw up they, all over uh, wanted to. They thought they could do it. Who told them about it? I did. Yeah, that's right. So and it wasn't they said, they thought, Oh, we could yeah. do that. Right. Like, so we right. went sent out and got some milk. 40 bucks if you... Do the uh, from me, and then uh, Billy threw in some money and someone else, and so they uh, went out and they they got the milk. Watching fourteen uh, year olds vomit. Uh, two did. <laughs> well, yeah. Of course they did. That's the yeah. that's the point of it. Oh, you didn't try any of the we other had, challenges. We had the bingo bucket there. It was like yeah. you know, the old days in the fraternity, <laughs> right? <laughs> Trying to make each other puke, and then except for you, just doing it with your kids, which I admire. Yeah, hey, finally get some entertainment out of these deadbeats. Oh. Hilarious. Good stuff. Yeah. It's a party I never want to go to, by the way, ever in my life. Do I ever want to go to a party, A, with kids, B, I was just gonna say that's with it. puking kids? That's, like, <laughs> awful. They're going to make noise. They're going to talk. I'm not interested in any of that. But, uh, yeah, I definitely admire that it happened. I think it's a pretty neat thing for people who are willing to sit through it. That would have been the end of me. That's enough. We had I, some first-timers over there. Thanks sure. for coming, Gabe. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for popping by. I was at my... Uh, uh, a friend of mine's father passed away, and they had uh, the celebration of life on Saturday, and we went over to the house and stuff like that. You know, and stories get told, and I have heard now the greatest story of my life, although it was starting to be like uh, this lady was trying to talk all the women at the, at, you know, the celebration of life and to talk, getting their breast implants removed, 
right? And it wasn't even health concerns. Oh, Here's why. Well, she wasn't trying to talk him into it. I think All she's right. planted the seed. Right. And and I started thinking, maybe I would do that too, but the odds of it happening are slim. They're at a party. Oh, there's some people hanging out together, right? And they're down in Mexico. Uh, they're there for a few days in Mexico. And they hop into the pool at the resort with probably seven or eight of their friends. And across from them in the pool is this just roided up crazy guy. This is a great story. I wish it was mine. I wish to God I was there. I wish if it's not, I'm, this is secondhand. And uh, the guy I know, he and his wife, are in there. And uh, they're the ones that got me booted from the Swizz. Gotcha. So uh, they, you know, they've got a history of you know, trouble following them. This is great, though. Steroid guy says something to the whole little group of them, and they look over like, okay, it's this guy's problem. That he kind of says something else, and then uh, she, uh, the one girl mouths off to him, and he comes over, and he's going to – like he's drunk, and they're like, all right. Uh, one thing leads to another anyway. The girl, well, one girl tries to get out, and steroid guy grabs her, starts to drown her. Jeez. Like he's holding her underwater. So another guy goes over and very calmly puts his hands on the dude's neck. He's like, look over. Look, she's underwater, the whole <laughs> like drowning. He's like, stop. Like, and he's like, we're witnessing a murder. And so I took my thumb and I just jammed it in his eyeball. I gouged his eye out. Like, just blood is pouring out. Finally lets her back up and does one last grab, blows the bag up in the boob. Oh, squeezed so hard, <laughs> exploded her can inside there. Yeah. Blew her up. And I'm like, where'd you go? Like a Mexican hospital? Somebody goes, yeah, we had to go, you know, check it out. I said, and then what? Well, we had seven days left on the vacation. I'm like, one deflated can? And it, like your thumb was in a guy's eye the night before? I'm like, oh, it's... And so all the girls at the party who've got him in there are like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. You can just squeeze him free? It's like, yeah, and then she started getting kind of sick and all that. This is insanity. So all these ladies start looking at each other like, I think I'm getting mine taken out. Good God, know how many lives you can save with those things? Forget it. Imagine what would have happened had she not had it in. Would have squeezed the real boob. Maybe gotten a heart involved. The artificial part took the beating. They're padding, ladies. Never, ever take them out. You need to stay away from these people. I, I don't agree. know why you're hanging out with them. I don't. Well, well I never will again. That's enough. <laughs> but can you imagine getting squeezed so hard the bag popped inside her? Oh, he blew yeah, it up. I've, I've, I've heard the blow up. I've never not like that, but yeah. uh, I've heard him. Uh, well, uh, Megan had a, a Pilates instructor who had one slide between her ribs. It got loose and went into her chest. Yeah, because so she was bouncing so, around. In she it? was so like flexible that her ribs would open up, and there was a problem. And it, it worked its way digging in, digging in and digging in, and busted through cartilage and all sorts of stuff, and then hung halfway in and halfway out, and started like killer. But uh, those are very isolated incidents. I, I mean, it's yeah. still worth the chance. Ninety-nine percent of those breast implants do nothing but make you money, ladies, and make your life better and easier. And it's worth the risk, ladies. But gouging some dude's eye out—a lot out. of trips. Well, he there. pops a lady's can in his hands. And they just went on about their trip to Mexico. Who was this guy? Just just some guy we random. Yeah, wow. The dude they didn't even know was just in the just lost his mind in the in the hot tub, thinking that the you know. Just it escalated somehow. How's his eye? The other dude, I don't know. The the gouged guy? eye. Don't yeah. know. No idea. Did it come out? I don't know. That was the that was the troublemaker. Yeah. They just threw him in a Mexican jail. <laughs> Blew it up right there in the bag. Pop. President. Like, did you Mac feel it? She goes, Oh, I felt oh. it. Well, he just had her by the cans. <laughs> and just squeezing by the oh. cans. <laughs>
He didn't have ribs. He wasn't coming around. Oh, really. I thought it was no, a bear was right. hug. He just and squeezed just... him and blew one up in the bag. Barehanded him, which in a way is fairly impressive, too, because those things don't pop real easy. I've squeezed pretty hard. <laughs> they don't blow up real easy. I mean, you're, you're going to bruise it a lot more. Like my friend uh, Rich, who went on that Tinder date, and the girl was like, get rough. And he did, and then he squeezed him real hard. Ah! And then she uh, called him up later and said, uh, you remind me of the guy who raped me. <laughs> Just also the greatest story that's not So mine. are we going to go out again? Yeah, he thought things were great, you know. <laughs> oh, they had a nice night out. She goes, you left bruises all over my body, and you kind of remind me of the guy who raped me. He's like, but you were, this was something you were kind of begging for. Yeah. What, did she date Trevor Bauer before going to Rich? <laughs> yeah. or what? what is this? Yeah, she was Johnny Depp's ex and Trevor think, Bauer. And, <laughs> but, well, he called me up. He goes, well, and he, because I remember him saying, like, she was, fu- we had a blast. Like, it was so much fun. And then just now, I'm like, that's called bipolar. Like, she's unstable. That's called, you hit her at a high. And then she had one of those depressing lows and called you back and said, I don't think we should talk anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, did you fight for it? <laughs> no. Tough way to get broken up with, though. I really like you, but you do remind me too much of the guy who raped me, so I'm going to have to call this quits. <laughs> it's great. Um, it is media day for the Suns, and it is a sad day to me because the most fun son, even though I don't mind him going, is not going to be part of it. He's tweeting out all that stuff about, like, you know, you want to go where someone wants you, and Jay Crowder is not part of anything Suns today. Yeah. So on the heels of the Cardinals – uh, losing to the Rams for like the 11th time in 12 tries. Uh, the, the local sports scene now will lose one of their coolest. He just, boss man 9-9. That is, he's just cool. And uh, he's not going to be here again next year. And I don't know for what. they got to they got to organize something. They've been missing out on these trades. So sports in the Valley is just kind of getting. The Suns have been busy. Stuff. They've been up to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They've had some fish to fry. <laughs> And they look over and they see Jay Crowder tapping his toe like when you wouldn't let Sonic the Hedgehog loose. Like, all right. Oh, yeah, we got to trade Jay. And they, they blew it. They didn't get Bogdan Bogdanovich, who was, would have been great. And uh, so uh, losing Jay Crowder is like one of those moments where you're like, I wished he'd have stuck around and been, you know, part of the Suns for a long, long time. He's been on 20 teams. But add one more and he's not going to be there. So. This whole team coming up here in a little bit's uh, interesting because who knows what they're going to be. But Jay Crowder was the cool guy. He was the one you kind of wanted to be. If there was a jersey for the Suns I would have bought, it would have been Jay Crowder's, but I kept telling people they're not going to re-sign him. So I'm not going to waste the dough on a big jersey for Jay Crowder and watch him come in with the Lakers next year and start beating the tar out of the Suns. It's just not a thing. You buy a basketball jersey, you buy legends. Don't buy current players. That's baseball for me, too. Baseball's though. gotten yeah. that exact same way. Do not spend money on players you like on your team because they'll probably go be legends on somebody else's team, and it ain't worth it. I'm never going to buy a Devin Booker, ever. DeAndre Ayton, no thanks. Not going to happen. Uh, nobody. They're all going to go. Even the untouchables last year. Oh, nobody's going to get Mikel Bridges. Nobody's gonna, uh, unless Kevin Durant becomes available. You don't buy that jersey either. Never. Get a jersey. Keep it in the Ring of Honor. Look, if you exactly stay in the Ring of Honor, or get one with your own name on it, and look like one of those knobs running around with a big fat belly that thinks he's next up on the bench. But yeah, so Jay Crowder taking off is a uh, that stinks. Is there any rumors where he's going yet? Well, Utah was the rumor, but okay. then they they just made the trade that you know it no. didn't happen. Yeah, they screwed it up because Bogdan Bogdanovich would have fit the Suns beautifully. I would have been all for that trade. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson. There's a couple guys up there in Utah you could have gotten, but 
Ah, it's a tough one because you've kind of we've all gotten to know this team in the last two years, and it's we like them. We like this Suns team. They got their grab ass owner out of the way, and now you got these likable guys, and everybody seems to be cool, and they're having fun, and that's all broken up. Two years ago, there they are in the finals, and everybody's in love with them. Uh, last year, they crapped the bed in the playoffs. Everybody kind of fell out of love with them, and now it's just uh, all right. We got to break it up. It's tough, but that's the way it works. And they're now uh, searching for a Jay Crowder replacement, and that's going to be hard to do. Very hard to do. <laughs> Sons, of, they start uh, next week. Well, preseason. The preseason starts the second. If you can believe that, we got that going. Yeah. What the? Oh, our lights just went on and we off. We just lost a little power. We had a little power outage there for a second. All right. For what reason? That was odd. And uh, and by the way, uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing on Netflix, um, you know, remember how I always said the Joker is so dark? Yeah. The movie The Joker is dark. Uh, it's great, but I never want to see it again. Now imagine uh, the Joker if it was real. Because that's how dark this Dahmer thing is. Wow. Netflix. you got to watch this thing. It's, it's good. I'm enjoying uh, – it's not for everybody. It is dark. It starts dark. And it's Dahmer. You're watching the Dahmer show. You know, what do you expect? A song and dance number? Yeah. There's going to be some darkness. But, man, oh, man. Are you watching it too? A buddy of mine said that uh, watching the Denver game last night, yeah. he said, I'm going to need to watch some more Dahmer to get over this <laughs> game. Get, yeah, because the game is darker than that. I will say that. I watched some of the – the baseball game between the uh, Niners and the and the Broncos, but and then I turned it and started to watch the Dahmer thing because my friend Alex Plasco says you love serial killers, right? I'm like, I'm in, uh, anytime a conversation starts there, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, what are we talking about? Because you got to watch the Dahmer thing, and it's uh, you just get that like it has it has zero happiness. The first episode is all awful, but not like vulgar or violent, just. Realizing this, getting to know Jeff, this happened, and they're not doing any sort of like excessive writing or flowery. This is probably like almost word for word what was going on in that apartment. Uh, oh, based, with the dead guy? No, the dude. The, the, you'll see. But they, the first one of the dude made it, so he's told the story of what happened in there. So it's pretty accurate. And then the neighbor, and I mean, you're just watching this thing. Like there isn't an ounce of. There's no break to go like, oh, that's funny. Like, he had funny moments, too. He didn't. It's dark, and I love it <laughs> a lot. And the moment where they sit down with his dad to tell him, his dad went to the police station thinking that Jeff had been murdered. They called him in the middle of the night, and they said, hey, we're going to talk to your son. There's been an attempted murder, and we have, uh, we have him down here. And he's like, oh, terrible. Goes down to the thing, and they start talking to him. He goes, we've arrested your son. He goes, wait a minute. You arrested Jeff? And he's like, yeah. He said, I thought you called me because someone tried to murder him. And he goes, what you're about to hear is pretty disturbing. <laughs> and then they broke down all the things they found in his apartment. Oh, my God. And I knew a lot of the stuff, but it's fun to watch it like from the perspective. of The one thing I've always wanted with serial killers is a movie about their parents. I don't care about the serial killer. We'll get all that information later. I want to know the parents. How did they find out? What were their lives after? Our, uh, the first station where we worked, the owner was friends with the prosecuting attorney during that time in Milwaukee. Oof. And uh, he recounted a couple of the stories. The, the two officers that walked in on the apartment were first ones in yeah. when they opened up the refrigerator door. Found the head. Four. 
Oh, no, it was just one. There's one head, yeah. and it had its... Uh, no, they had that in the fridge. They, they, they go through okay. all this. He froze dicks. Yeah, and, and then he had, some hearts he had out. it he packaged up, yeah. too. Yeah, packed. He had them shrink-wrapped. right them. calf. Yeah. He put um, some pressing like seal together yes. and just... What I didn't know he had was a 57-gallon drum of acid that he yep. was bleaching the bones in. He was getting the and flesh off. And people were complaining about noise. The smells and the noises. Yeah, because yeah. he was sawing at night and then putting yeah. in the drums to dissolve. They cover all this in the best... Most uh, Joaquin Phoenix way you can. I mean, it, it is the Joker, except it's real. Like the Joker to me was such a dark movie. I call it the the Christmas. The, it's my new Christmas tradition. Every year I try to sit through the Joker on Christmas Eve just for fun because you can't, like you can it just destroys your mood. Um, the Joker is a laugh riot, fun romp summer festival compared to the way Dahmer is because Dahmer happened. According Dahmer's to the, real. Uh, the other thing is that, I don't know if it's true or not but i had heard they said uh it was the meat and the refrigerator yeah. and all that chips was the only other thing in the pantry they didn't say, like they didn't meat say chips that. and, and brady, brady's worried about what he was eating he went out of his way to get chips he wanted to <laughs> well, well, yeah, he's not he's not gonna do well, even you brady like a little diversity so he likes some human and then he just mix in a salad now and again, which you could take some Dahmer advice. I thought he would have some vegetables. <laughs> you fire off as a veggie night. Or maybe Even a, I have veggies have in a, my fridge. Have a poke once in a while. You don't need to always go straight into the heavy proteins. Condiments. I mean, you know. <laughs> right. He just had chips. Brady's going through his calves. Guy eats people and chips. What kind of dips did he have? Is it a pinwheel? What is that? What the heck's going on in here? If you don't wrap this better, the smell of that head is going to get on all this cheese. You ruined it. Brady knows his other foods. <laughs> Who cares? You know, it really he wasn't much of a, he he much of a sides guy. <laughs> all right. Our one detective wildly distracted with details that don't matter now. Land the plane, Brady. Stay on point here. We've got a human head in the fridge. All the guy's got is chips. Did you ask that question? To the no, book? no, he brought that up. What I was else like, was the only the other thing we found. He knew you'd be interested. He knew his audience. <laughs> what else was in the pantry? <laughs> yeah, they sham on more. Were they were they at least barbecue chips? Yeah, they, but yeah, what kind? Did he have the have the Cheeto? Yeah, dust they're on plain. Them? What a oh. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, the guy said, hey, we found some Cheetos. And then he started to talk about heads, but then Brady's head is like, I'm like, oh, my Cheetos. Now you're getting it on my clothes. I went right to the commercial. What was the other thing? A human what? It's dark. It's fun, though. It's like a – and it's because it's real. I even – I don't know that it's for everybody. I don't know that every – not every person wants to be – wants to dive into something like this. It can't be for everybody. No, it's not that thing that you're like, you want to have some fun tonight and watch it. Uh-uh. It is not about, like, uh, you don't get any relief, you know? You don't have that moment of, like, oh, God, I can breathe a little. You're just sitting there tense the whole time going, I cannot get past the fact that that's somebody's neighbor in the 90s. I mean, it's not like some old folklore 
1800s thing where people were starving. This was because he wanted to, and he had a pension for it, and he really enjoyed the slaughter. Trying to create part. a sex zombie. Yeah, and then but then they get into that second episode of like where he got his knowledge of all that, and it's accidental. So does, is it a reenactment or no, is it? it well, like... it's, it's it's a drama. It's okay. it's acting and moving oh, okay. scripts right. and it's scripted, but it's. Uh, John, I started oh, the great. Dahmer show. Even me and I love true crime, serial killer stuff. I was like, "F this! I need to get in the mood just to yeah. come back to this." Exactly. Yeah, that's ex- that's a perfect way to put it. You have to drop yourself into it. All right, prep for some Dahmer now. Because there's nothing about it that makes you go. I want to learn more about it. <laughs> right. There's nothing. Well, even, you know, there's no like star that goes across the screen. The more you know. Yeah. It's just, wow, this is bad. And I knew it was bad. It's, it's just, it does a good job of making you realize it's out there. I think that's the, the, the best part about it is it makes you realize this is a thing. That this was not some uh, creepy Stephen King deal. This was a thing that they just took all the information from a real event and said, let's show it to the people. And they're doing a really good job with it. So far, uh, two episodes in, and I'm like, man, because I sat and watched that thing till we were up till midnight and staring at the TV like, I'm going to puke. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. It's, it's worth it, though. It's one of those. It's the same as The Joker, like my, my review of the movie The Joker. Fantastic movie. Probably going to win all the re- uh, awards. Don't go see it. Just don't watch it. It is uh, yeah, still I, haven't watching it. You still haven't watched it. There's yeah. no reason. There's nothing about it that makes you feel good about anything. It's just, it's just. Lisa started all. watching that sins of her mother, and she yeah. said that's pretty. And Val, I think Brady well. said that yeah. too. That one's one for me that, I that just, surprised me. I didn't realize how. I thought it was just the you know kids disappear yeah, and they were no. part of it. No, they they did the killing plot before. To I, I keep I get this weird vibe off of that though that the news is trying to make them more than they are. I think they were just really bad people, and they want it to be so much more dramatic. And they make the whole you know well, the dark arts the situation and the, though. I mean, there's parts of it that where you know her she's married multiple times, yeah. and this guy that was married to her at the time was like the third husband. She basically when he kill she kills. Yeah, yeah. well, there's. More to it, but he he came home and everything's set out, and he's saying, "My wife's crazy." He's calling right. the Chandler PD. They come down there, and it's like all we have is his story. Right. Sorry, you got nothing there. Well, she hadn't done anything yet. Well, right? She just like she bananas. blanked his life. Right? Yeah, I just think that that one to me didn't. They keep trying to bring in like you know witchcraft or some sort of thing. Every time I watch the the news, try to bring, I'm like, just you know, I think they were just bananas. Maybe it's I don't know. I don't like her face. So she doesn't like see the the picture on the Netflix thing. I'm like, mm. I wouldn't have talked to her in the first place. She looks like a Looney Tune. She competed in the Mrs. Texas. Yeah, Dahmer's one that could wander into your office and be your IT guy. Like Dahmer would yeah. be that weirdo that you're like, all right, and he's quiet. He's he quiet. doesn't. Yeah, Lori Vallow seemed to be involved in stuff, and I'm like, you. Ugh. I wouldn't have liked her to begin with. John, you realize the FBI says there are a hundred or more active serial killers yeah. working right now in yeah. the United States. Doesn't yeah. that freak you out? Happy Monday, bit? everybody! A <laughs> hundred—that's yeah. two per state. That's right. We've got a couple going right here. Man. And they can cripple a giant city. One. Well, when the, we had the shooters yeah. and the, yeah, and the, 
The baseline rapist. Baseline I mean, rapist, it yeah. Cripples the city. And I then was thinking about it. They thought that was the same guy for a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I was on. There was a shooting like right down the street from my house on 44th Street because I lived over in Arcadia at the time. Right down the road, like on the like less than a mile Wasn't away. That an older couple that got murdered near. That you? was the guys who drove by. No, that was oh, the guys who oh. drove by and did the shootings in the street. And then I started to think about it. Like I was out and I'm like, I better get in the house. You know the lopper. There's a, the guy that's, that's you know shooting at folks, and then we yeah, didn't know you if it go out when there's a helicopter over your house. Well, I was What's on the going roof. On here, nothing I can do about. It. Well, I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> you, everybody does that. That helicopter flying low over your house. I thought you said they said get back in your house. I, I did. <laughs> that was during the. I didn't know there had been a shooting yet. That was the right. night of the shooting, and I'm standing outside in the in my dumb robe, like a doof, standing on the pool deck at three in the morning. Looking up at the light and it gets down on me and you're saying, Get back in your house. <laughs> me? Yes, idiot. Who else? <laughs> cool. I did the thumbs to my chest. <laughs> me? This guy? Yeah, the guy we're spotlighting from the sky. The guiding lights right yeah. above you. Go in your house, asshole. <laughs> I think they're talking to me. It took me a minute. I'm the dumbest person on the planet. And then you slink back in. Oh, man. Ugly woman on chemotherapy in the worst robe hey. we've ever seen. Get back in her house. I'm not a woman. I'm not on chemotherapy either. Must be talking to somebody else. Talking to the neighbors. This is a big light. <laughs> I'm going to stay out here. I didn't know our neighbors had cancer. <laughs> you jackass. By the pool with no hair. My neighbor has no hair, too. It could be anybody. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, that was the night that that all happened. And I had construction going on at my house. And so I was finding 22 shells all over my backyard. And I was scared to death. It turns out that's what they use for, uh, you know. The nail gun. The nail gun. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's like, they've been shooting in my house. They've been back here shooting. When I'm not home, they're back here shooting. About like seven of them. Yeah. No idea. No clue. So they can cripple a city. A hundred active serial killers in, uh, in the states and they don't let you know about them because they'll get the cops will tell you because i did a criminal investigation study class because uh, that was something i wanted to do in college for like a, a minute and i took two of them the second one was like we did a big focus on serial killers and the reason the cops don't talk about it much too many people will call and say that 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 will lie yeah. and say they're the guy so they can't give the information out to the city outside of we you know after like the third or fourth one they're like we got a serial killer be careful here. Don't, we'll talk about it. But we're going to give very small amounts of information because usually they leave a clue. Boston Strangler people didn't know used to stuff things inside their victims as a calling card. Uh, they didn't get that information out even when they made the movie. It was like years later when it was like a broom or a, like a, some sort of handle or something would be jammed in there. And they're like, well, that's our guy. And the reason they didn't tell it, because people would call and go, yeah, I'm your guy. I found You found that uh, body in the tub. That's me. And I don't know why anybody would do this for the fake fame, I guess. Right. And they're like, all right, well, tell us, about, tell us about what you do. What's your method? Why do you do the things you do? And then they wouldn't know about the thing. And he's like, this isn't it. It's that guy that, that told Sheriff Joe that he killed John Bonet, yeah. remember? Yep. Forgot about that. That lunatic. Yep. Flew all the way to Bank of Sheriff. I'm going to fly over to Thailand and get this creepo. Flies over there and a guy's in the plane with Sheriff Joe, like, thanks for the ride. Just wanted a vacation. <laughs> Just wanted to let everybody know who I am. And uh, turns out he was never, ever near her. But I arrested him anyway for being a creepo. But, yeah, people do that. They want fame. So, the, yeah, the Dahmer thing is, it's dark. It is a mood. Get into a mood. I'm in that mood. I like that feeling of dark nothingness.
the misery that is humanity, how quickly a brain can go. Oh, I think that's fascinating. I love the serial killer story because it's just so out of the norm of what you're supposed to be. And uh, so, yeah, it's worth watching. It's pretty fun. Random murders don't like all these podcasts. <laughs> fun, yeah, pretty fun. <laughs> well, that's why we're so fascinated with. It. I mean, I the top twelve podcasts in the world are murders. We love murders. Can't take a look at cans without losing our minds. We can't have sexy stuff on a stage without half the world saying it's against the Bible. But podcast after podcast is about murder somewhere. The murder uh, podcast—they're gold. They're, I mean, if you if you can take the time to do the research on murders, you'll have a podcast that'll make you a ton of money. We're fascinated with them. Nobody ever loses their mind over that. You can watch murder shows all day, all night. You put some boobs on TV, and the next thing you know, it's like, uh-oh, the whole place has gone corrupt. And by the way, if you watch the new Magnum P.I., turn the station. Get, get off my station. <laughs> you saw that at There's four? a new Get off my P.I.? station. Yeah, it was on at 4 after the game yesterday. I, I saw it. Uh, yeah. Oh. Get off the – do you watch it? Because if you watch it, get out. I don't even know it existed. Get out your fire. I had no idea there was either. Get it out. It was that one and it get was – I, I don't had know no who's idea talking about it. Get out. Get out. I'm back in. You've they seen back it. back Hawaii Five-0 yeah, as well. I know oh. you've seen no. it. Yeah, it's been for around for a time? few years. These were reruns. It's been around long enough to have reruns. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was like a one and done one season. No. I don't know. But I'm watching this goddamn show and i'm like and i i have i suffer stupidity it's not much i don't deal with it like you don't like the new higgins well i didn't care about who the characters were (laughs) there was a guy who had held two ladies in a house like he's got them at gunpoint and evidently he's holding them hostage and there's another lady and a kid in a bedroom this is where i joined the show right the lady and the kid in the bedroom i don't think the bad guy knows they're in there or if he does he's not paying attention to him He's looking for something, and he asks one of the women, where's the, where's the loot? I don't know what he asked. And uh, she said, it's under the third step. So he starts to like pull on the stair. He goes, I need a hammer. And he starts barking out orders to the two ladies. So then they cut to the, the woman with a child in the bedroom. And she's like, we got to get out of here. This is going to get bad. So she looks, and like the windows are all blocked up, and bars on them. And she sees that there's an a air conditioner, like one of them room-to-room air conditioners. And it's in a hole in the wall. And so she starts to nudge it and realize she can push this out, shove this kid through the hole in the house, right? So she's looking at the kid. And she's, <clears throat> they give the air conditioner a thing. It falls out. And she goes, do you know that? Grabs the little girl by the shoulders. Very dramatic moment music. Do you know the neighbors? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I need you to go next door and call the police. Okay. Just go straight. Call the police. Okay. Kid crawls out the thing. Lady gives a big exhale, grabs her phone out of her pocket, and calls Magnum. You had a phone! The whole time! The whole time! And I'm like, okay, anybody that I know that watches this show is A, no longer a friend, B, not allowed to listen to my show, and if you watch it in this room and I'm looking at you, you scare me because sometimes these are shows you're talking about. You're out. You're out. You're out. As a friend, it's going to be so turn around. I'm not watching it. Yeah, yeah. Hell with and I watched two seconds of that. I'm going, oh god, the new Magnum PI. But that's Higgins. It is. Yeah, this uh, is season five. The Broads Higgins. In. Yeah, yeah. I tried to deny it, that's and Magnum. I just can't anymore. She loves Magnum. And that's Magnum. Love now. Yeah. yeah it's right. Maxi Magnum, English Higgins, and then I don't know. I don't know if they replaced uh, TC with a white guy just to be correct. No, they didn't. He's black that. still. Yeah, he's okay, black. good. Then what is it? Some things never change. When you're in the white. It, it is the it is a show for people whose IQs are barely above seventy. I mean, if you're you're the reason you're allowed 
to watch it is because you don't have a government helper stopping you from working the remote. You're still kind of on your own. You're independent living. I just uh, it, Googled it. I, I literally had no idea right, no that one knows. the show was on. This is like they're going into the fifth season of this. You, you, I had no idea. You are the dumbest person on the planet. If you're like, hey, if you've ever said, did you see the new Magnum PI? It was great. You're the, you're the dumbest man on the planet. And it's time for you to get off our planet. That should be a test. Anybody entertained by the new Magnum PI show has to go. Like, that's my eradication plan. It's an election year. I think I can get that worked into Carrie Lake's uh, platform. She'd be all for that. The BDE. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get a little big dick energy and start wiping out the uh, audience of Magnum, the new Magnum. Man, oh, man, was that bad. Why don't you bust the wall up to go send the – just use your phone and call the police. She calls Magnum. Magnum sent the little girl next door to call the cops. We're good. <laughs> you have a phone. Yeah, but it's only a Magnum phone. It goes straight to Magnum. <laughs> so he has like the bat phone? No. Just- that's just what you'd have to assume why this dumb broad didn't call the cops herself <laughs> in peril in that. Oh, God, this is – I can't. You need to call the cops. I don't know what else to do here. I've busted a hole in the house. Get out. Keith, good job. Yeah, I know. Oh, by the way, I've got uh, telecommunications, the internet, all that stuff in my pocket. <laughs> I could have fixed this 10 minutes ago. I just decided to break this little Asian girl out the door. Idiots. And I'm just like, wow. All right. I have to do a, a quick inventory of friends and make sure that none of them sit through Magnum episode. Because if they do, I can't talk to them ever again. And again, if you like the show, there's 48 other channels in this city to listen to. Go crazy, but don't come back. You're not welcome here anymore. And I'm glad that you're mad right now. I like Magnum. Screw that guy. Good. Off you go. Away, away with you then. That'll do, pig, as they say. <laughs> I wanted Magnum to hook up with Higgins in the first one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> yeah. It is. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. And I'm like, wow, there's not even, they're not even trying. One thing we did do right, and this needs to be a movie too. Dicks out for Harambe has not been a, a thing for a while, but when you say it, you're like, yeah, Harambe got a bad rap. People who don't remember, it was like 2016, 15, something like that. Uh, Harambe the gorilla at the Cincinnati Zoo shot and killed in his cage, not because he got loose and went nuts. Some idiot, uh, his kid went into the cage. Dropped parents, into the little creek. Parents dumped him in there. Harambe, eh, pulling the kid around pretty rough, but nothing he wouldn't have been doing to his own. Uh, didn't harm the kid as, as far as I knew, right? Like yeah. He wasn't doing anything terrible. And then they had some sharpshooter out there take Harambe out. Uh, and everybody screaming and yelling, what did Harambe do to deserve this? This was uh, wildly unjustified. Statues all over Cincinnati. Cincinnati Zoo should have been shut down. Uh, can't control the people climbing into the cage. You get in a cage in the zoo, you suffer the consequences. I would even say that with Brady wandering around that wildlife world zoo with your friend Christy. Yeah. You lose an arm, jabbing it into the mouth of a hippo, it's not the hippo's fault. He didn't do anything wrong. No. In fact, I think they should put you down for thinking that you should hand-feed hippo. That's a thing I believe. What was he hand-feeding hippos for? Well, it was a zoo. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not a hippo still. It's a... Uh, we should shoot that guy so he doesn't drive. I want, a, I want a freeway without people like that on it. So if you got eaten out there at that place. It's my fault. Right. But the hippo would take the beating. If you got even a chunk taken out of you, they would kill the hippo. It's not right. 
they did that to Harambe. Statues, uh, bronzed everything. What we've just found out is, ladies and gentlemen, we're only a few short months away from son of Harambe. They froze his sperm. Now, that tells me something else. There's a zoo worker that had to collect Harambe's sperm once. <laughs> That's where this story gets fun to me. Is because, yes, you can tell me all about how they collected sperm and it's good and we're going to have future Harambe's. This bloodline did not die that day when he was unjustly shot for uh, uh, hugging an Asian too tightly. That's what that's his crime. The real story here is somebody jerked off Harambe once. That's that's where we should be focused. That's why they put him down. And he's about to speak. Uh, maybe, but uh, somebody still had to do it. Don't care if you had to talk. Somebody <laughs> still had to do it. Bag it up, freeze it, make it right. They had to get a ton of that stuff. Now they're trying to say nothing about it in every story I've found. But it's a big excitement. Harambe's sperm was collected uh, after he died. That's not true. So what? he could continue his bloodline. It's lines. not viable that, when they're dead. That, well, it is, but is that's, it? come on. We all know that we had Harambe seed in a bag. Uh, they say that if you're a fan of names uh, and things you've learned today, one of the greatest things that's ever happened, we learned now, Harambe. Uh, we can continue the line. We can continue line. more Harambe's. Yeah, sleep better now. Well, I don't mind. I, I, well, you didn't. You, I had a love affair with Harambe. Yeah, because I'm not a big a fan of like, uh, you know, caging gorillas, and then when kids fall in, it's somehow right. or another the gorilla's fault. Well, why did it take him so long to decide to to let this out? I don't know. Okay, that's a great right. question, Brett. I, mean, I don't been, know. What, five years, six years now. Harambe was 17 and had not reached breeding maturity at the time of his death. Hmm. They can't have uh, other. Gorillas they, after 17 or before 17? They have to be like in their 20s? That doesn't make, I don't believe that. They keep his bag alive? I mean, if he wasn't <laughs> yeah, mature enough. Right. Like, <laughs> it's on life support. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if he's not producing any, it doesn't make any sense. They How were jerking him the They were jerking him And they didn't know how old he was. That's that's another thing about zoos. They, they give you information just kind of like a... Like I was doing the, when we were fake tour guiding those Germans around that volcano. And yeah. I just said things and they bought it because they sounded authoritarian. So if you ask anybody who's got the khakis on and the pith helmet, it's like, what do you do? I work at the Cincinnati Zoo. With what? The gorillas. Let me take you over to the cage. You know that they're not allowed to procreate until they're almost 18. Like, I don't think that's real. So anyway. Uh, I'll find out more. Not the end of it. Yeah, but you're going to find out from zoo people. I don't believe anybody that works in the zoo is actually knowledgeable. They're just tour guides. The people that aren't talking to the citizens are the ones you talk to. Christy doesn't have any knowledge of when a gorilla is. Oh, but there's, uh, I mean, they don't right. have really gorillas, but like zoos that have an extensive uh, work with gorillas will know. Sure. Oh, you know, Columbus Zoo has a bunch You'd of think animals. so, but really. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to the line. Right. You're going to hear Decipher. them. Decipher. They're not going to tell you anything. Just, you're bo- oh, you're, yeah, I got a room of gorilla gonads over here. <laughs> you're bugging them is basically what's happening. They're just going to give you answers to appease and get you out. Uh, his untimely death. Uh, is uh, sad, but he will not be forgotten. And now that they can use his semen, uh, they can make more Harambe's, which I don't know. Brett's right. Why in the world did this take six or seven years to break out Harambe juice? And I'm not buying the fact that they waited for him to die and then stuck a needle in his nuts and pulled. (laughs) 
This was a full-out Harambe jerking. And I think that goes on at zoos more than you know. I mean, we just found out Nathan Sutherland was taking care of coma patients the wrong way. You're telling me these zoo creatures that aren't like, you get tight with Coco. You're kind of one of those weirdo cat people. You're just all into animals and nothing else. You got no one at home. And Harambe shows you affection. I mean, I get excited when Coco hugged Robin Williams. Not like erect, but like, you know what I mean? I just got a text from Dr. Lynn. He said he gave Harambe a vasectomy <laughs> in 2015. He was just a child. Dr. Lynn. So, John, this is like your aunt? Somebody jerked off no, no, the, no. the thing on his deathbed? You're conf- yeah, well, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, she tried One to extract last. seed from my, my dead uncle. She'll miss him. Wait, what? What'd she say? I miss him? Yeah. <laughs> We're all in there with a dead body and stuff. It was all a shock. And then she said, I'm never going to see him again. Started to touch his body. And she goes, and I'll never have this again. And then she started to tug away. And we had to get her out of there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Brett, that's the right reaction. <laughs> yeah. well, it was a dead guy. <laughs> she was, yeah, the news was fresh. Did you say she put her, his finger in her yeah, mouth? Yeah, she too? sucked on his finger to get his ring off. And they're like, oh. they'll get it. Don't worry. <laughs> Boy, she she was uh, she was just a, a widow in despair. Yeah. She wasn't supposed so. to be a widow. It wasn't supposed to happen. It was unexpected. Then to the Tommy Lee horn. The crazy part was, I got the news, the unexpected news that my uncle passed away, and that later on, in hindsight, was the second most unexpected thing I was going to have to deal with that day. The first, my aunt jerking off his box. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! <laughs> my dad's like, "All right, all right, all right. That's it. Let's go." You're not, you're not yourself. And she wasn't. But she gave him a nice couple of good long ones. And I'll be honest with you. I was impressed. <laughs> in a room with me and five of those dead bodies, every woman would have waited in line for the dead bodies before this dude had one. He had like one. Bob. He had one. Jesus, Bob. <laughs> Did you die of lack of oxygen? That thing had to get all your blood. <laughs> anyway. We didn't harvest his seed, but Harambe got jerked. I'm convinced of it. Don't let the media fool you. Fake news that they took it from the dead gorilla. If they loved him so much that they didn't want him to die off, they shouldn't have shot him. You couldn't trank him? Yeah, that's... That's the big problem I have with the Harambe story, even seven years later. Maybe it's like the plant seed bank, John, where they they have one seed for every plant known to man or something Yeah, but you don't have to jerk off plants. You don't know that. Yes, I do. It's botany. (laughs) Everybody knows that. (laughs) Jerking off trees for their seeds? What's wrong with you? Get out of here. Go watch Magnum. (laughs) Anyway, no, but uh, yeah, so it's a good story. But I want the truth. And if you're telling me you did it after they died, that's scary because that means they can do it to us and start a race of super people. Start stealing seed after you die. I have to think that's not, except for you and I, Brett. We preemptive, <laughs> yeah. preemptive strike. And not steal our seed. Are you damn yeah, right. Not stealing our seed. That's a, you're, all you're getting is you, you might as well just pour a cup of skim milk. <laughs> that's all that's coming out of me. Anyway, hey, how was the spread on Saturday for the for the uh, celebration of life? Yeah, very good. Catered. You nice. have, I thought of you a couple of times. Like Brady would have loved this. He loves when people die because there's free food. You didn't invite him? No, we all wanted a we wanted our own <laughs> space. We wanted some food. We wanted our own space. And Brady's like, who died? And you see a big smile on his face. And it's not because he's like thinking <laughs> when is it? They're going to meet Jesus or anything. It's like he's going to meet the caterer. <laughs> it was probably named Jesus. 
And the lady, that was a pretty good group. It was nice. It was fun. It was a big uh, aloha. They had a theme for Hawaii. It was nice. His name was Warren Dowd, and he was an awesome guy. And He passed away a little while ago, and uh, he's great. And the family's fun, and everybody there was, it was nice. One of those moments where, like, this is the way you, you kick, kick it off. This is a nice yeah. way to get out of here. You know, everybody was happy to see each other. There wasn't any dickheads there. There was a moment where somebody realized midway through hitting on another person, oh, yeah, this is all family. <laughs> and she, he had to be reminded. You're related. Like, You're a beautiful young lady, he said. And she's like, thank you. What's your name? And he said it. Uh, how did you know the deceased? And he said, it's my blah, 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 blah. She goes, it was my grandfather. We're cousins. <laughs> Stop talking to people here about being hot. <laughs> anyway, good weekend. Good spread, Brady. Nice job. And just know this. While you're thinking about how rough your day is at work, just be grateful you're not jerking off a gorilla today at noon because somebody is. That's <laughs> somebody's gig today. Somebody has to wake up and go, all right, honey, I'll be home early today because have the ice bath ready. Is gorilla jerk off a decent band name? Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Eh, it's okay. It'll be worked It's out. childish. Guy comes into work. Today's a big day, Bob. Yeah, yeah, all ready to go. <laughs> Guess who's 17? Loach is on my head. I got to get it out of him. <laughs> Happy birthday, Harambe. Here we go. What's your plan of attack? I think once I get going, he's going to relax. I think he's going he's gonna to realize friend, not foe pretty quickly. Got some calm tones in my voice. <laughs> uh, how you doing there, Harambe? You want some, uh, want some vegetable stew? I don't know what they eat. There you go. <laughs> he starts well, dipping he into his soup. Times. And he reached down there. And... <laughs> friend, friend, <laughs> friend. You're now. Yeah. And he's both hands. Friend. <laughs> no, 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 no. Calm down. It's okay. Oh, he's doing the sign language for look. Look at my eyes. <laughs> look at my eyes. I stared right into the, the eye, the soul of the beast, while I beat him off. For it was, science. It was tough. Yeah, you drew some short straws that day. All right, we need to harvest Harambe seeds. Any volunteers? Oh, big surprise. No one's hands are up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do it my way. I've got a cup of straws here. Shortest straw jerks off the gorilla. Oh, <laughs> Worst day ever. All right, everybody. All right, here you go, Steve. Ooh, good long straw there, Steve. Nice job, David. Go ahead. All right, Carl. Looks like you're the short straw. Yes. Wait a minute. What? Why didn't you raise your hand if you were excited? <laughs> Couple techniques, and uh, let's talk about last time we tried to do this. And beloved Lenny, we'll never forget him. Went in a little hot. Was mauled pretty fast and pretty violently. Had his face removed. The jerk off a gorilla. I guess you sedate it first. And then you go in there and limp tug him. I don't know how it works, but that's how they do stuff. I'll never forget. I saw it in eighth grade with a horse, and the horse seemed fine with it. The lady jerked off that horse in front of kids. Should be in jail. But if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Uh, I think they had a mount, too, like they do with some animals. Fake the bull well, that's what they do with the horse. I wonder they, if the, like, the girl the... horse is next to him. They won't let yeah. him get. They let him get close, but and it drives him mad. A girl is like pumping out all sorts of horse bush pheromone, and this horse just goes bananas. 
And then some ladies They starts, just do the old switcheroo or no, what? No, some lady starts. It's like from me to you, and there's a, it's a pocket. A bar or a barn kind of stable stall. Right. And then the male horse is in this real tight, like, wooden box. And then they bring the girl in, and they stand him, like, right in front of him. And then it's like, oh, i got to have it. And then they just start tugging on him. And then they have the other thing sometimes with the fake horse next. And that's kind of – he was on something. Yeah. And he was looking over at the other one like, this doesn't line up, but it's working. Like, he couldn't understand. Like, the horse couldn't figure out <laughs> why it flashlight? felt – Why did this feel so good? She's over there. I'm – like, my depth perception shot. <laughs> so he was on the mount, and the lady was underneath it, our teacher – Stroking that thing, and then the girl horse went away, and they bagged it up. Comes up so like one of those a, gallon Ziploc bags, or it was what? Big, and then she stuffed her arm in another horse's butt. Did something with the bag. <laughs> it was weird. I don't even know if it was the same bag from the same horse. They just had an extra bag, and then they jammed it in the other one's butt. <laughs> We're all like, I ain't getting an A today, right? Like, just for not passing out, I get a good grade here. 4-H. I looked at all those kids different afterwards. <laughs> you guys are weird. You went to school with all the 4-H kids. Yeah, you oh, went yeah. to Gilbert. Yeah, at that time, it was all like, it was farmer or yeah. farmers. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Yeesh. Anyway. Yeesh. Could have been that same lady that did, did that horse in front of me. Could have gotten Harambe. She was experienced. Her husband had to, that had to be like the worst thing ever to whip his out in front of her. The thing she'd seen and done. Yeah, he's like, I got nothing. I got yeah, nothing. Like, what, this is all I can do. And she goes, do you know what I did today? Like, yeah, never mind. I'm putting it away. <laughs> Maybe they had the same thing when she got home. She'd hook him up with an artificial yeah. deal. And she'd stand next to it. Yeah. <laughs> with the gloves on. And then some <laughs> zoologist would jerk off her husband. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> That's maybe. Hey. Not, not kicking that out of bed real quick. That, what a process. But anyway, Harambe lives on. That's what matters. Son of Harambe. And if you know anything about 70s movies, uh, the sequels used to not be called two and stuff. It was like uh, Son of Frankenstein. Like We got Son of Harambe. And he's coming back for revenge. That's all he is. He's extracted dead sperms. Captain Caveman and Son. If they do it the way they say, those are some haunted sperms. You can't just take out recently shot dead guy sperms and not make a serial killer gorilla out of that. So it's like Pet Cemetery. though. Yes, yes. Oh, man. Get Stephen King on this. And talk to Christy about who jerks off the animals at her zoo, because it's happening. Is your crew one specialist? But imagine for the gorillas, you got two to hold them down and one to yeah. jerk. <laughs> you think there's a, there's a guy that grandstands that? You don't touch him. It's all me. Yeah. Yep. Two it's guys that me. are on his arms. <laughs> Hurry up! Be faster! He's so strong. Like when King Kong was chained to that table. They probably beat him off and took some of his sperms. That just didn't make the final cut. Thank God we took that giant's sperms before all those planes smashed into him. That was a, what a weird ending. But dicks out for Harambe now has a double meaning. Because <laughs> it used to be about the clips, the guns. Evidently that's what they call those. The Clips for AK-47s down there in Zimbabwe or something. They call them dicks out. I don't know. It became a thing. But I'm happy about it. You're, I guarantee I'm going to text from your nephew, Charlie, who was. He'll be happy. He, he and I were Harambe fans. Big time. Love that guy. 
723. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Brett? Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Buy yourself a pair of uh, gloves over there and get in on the big drawing, the big raffle going on for a brand new e-bike, $14,000 retail on this uh, Santa Cruz mountain bike. So go to go to actionrideshop.com. You can sign up right there or go visit the boys at the store over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. And on the list today, we Hold got... On. To- Max makes a good point. He goes, how do we know it's actually Harambe Seed? Uh, this could be a promotional thing, a PR stunt. And he goes, uh, and it also took so long... Because I think they probably got it from another gorilla. That's probably true. And then they just told us this. Because yeah, who's no going to ever DNA it. test them? You don't have. You'd have to have Harambe's DNA at the ready in the database. So they'll just lie. It's a Cincinnati Zoo takes yet another disgusting step forward, and the they make a Harambe baby, and then start to sell it to us. Well, you know what I hope? I hope a couple more kids fall in there, and Harambe's kid. Uh, it's not. It's like Donkey Kong Junior. Now, <laughs> I hope he gets two of them and a princess. Just let the other silverbacks multiply if they're in captivity. Right. Yeah. What do we? Yeah. Where, what are we doing there? You don't think anybody Locking did a twenty-three and me and uh, check the the DNA <laughs> right. and I all don't that? Think, on yeah. I don't, did we save Harambe's DNA <laughs> so we can go back and make sure this is Harambe Junior? I'll tell you right now what it is. It's a PR stunt. The attendance is down at Cincinnati Zoo since they started shooting the animals. <laughs> Well, it should be. Right in front of you. <laughs> this will get them back. Sorry about that, folks. Free popcorn for everybody. Keep it moving. Oof, that was violent. Is the boy all right? <laughs> no. You trank the little boy and you trank the gorilla. It seems easy. One for fun, one for science. And then you do a brain scan on the little boy to find out what the hell's wrong with him that he climbed in there with a gorilla, idiot. Then you put the parents in jail. For saying, uh, for losing track of your kid at the gorilla cage. Idiot. Kirby's not. That's like, why you always buy the plush when you first walk in. Also, want to meet the animal up front. You give them the. You'll make See, I think that's double animal. bad, but you do yeah. whatever you do, whatever you go works. To the gift store, right. get, them, get them their mom. See, I most worry about want. you because I'm surprised Kirby hasn't been eaten up by an animal because you completely lose track of her when you're at the zoo. You're, you're, the only reason Kirby hasn't been eaten is because the animal can't get past you bugging it. Like, it just hasn't taken a shot at you. You should have been eaten probably a thousand times. I guarantee you, you'd have been By the that kid. Rhino. Oh, look at I, that. I'm going to ask your parents because you wouldn't know or remember because it's bad. So you've rose colored <laughs> around it. it. How many times your mom had to grab you by the nape and pull you back <laughs> out of the cage you were trying to climb into? I'm guessing the number, the over under, and that's 31. 31. 31 different times. <laughs> as many times as they drug you to the zoo that you got into a cage you shouldn't have gotten into and they had to pull you out. Give us a ballpark on how many times 31. you visited the zoo when you were a kid. With Thousands. Family, with Jack Hanna and everybody, yeah. friend of the family. Thousands. Had to have been. There was never a yanking out of the cage. I'm not taking your advice yeah. from yeah, this. You, you, you are the out. least knowledgeable person about your history than anyone <laughs> I've ever Close call, maybe out in the actual wild. No, in the zoo. I remember 10 to 15. One. Arizona is the most recent one here. I didn't do anything at Arizona. You didn't have video. to. They're no, already I was, out. I was, I was watching other people roll their windows down. Right. I thought it was like, you that was doing no, that. I'm like, no. He was just walking. <laughs> I'm like, he didn't have windows I'm to roll through down. I'm walking through there going, hey, roll yeah. your windows up. <laughs> i take a bike ride through Arizona. I'm talking about Arizona. I've seen you on a golf course. You can't not You're touch. like John Candy throwing candy bars at him in the great outdoors and stuff. <laughs> yes. you, wouldn't, uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know what to look at him, but he's pretty fast. And we had to... 
catch him once in golf carts because there was a coyote. He started running after it. And all he kept going was, meep, 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 meep. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Just don't. Roadrunner's got himself I've a got product from Acme. Little, little got lizard. Of products dinner. from Acme. That's all he kept saying. Lizard dinner in his mouth right there. Lizard dinner. I see it. Hit your ball. There he goes. Wild America. It's like it's the golf course. There's nothing wild about this. It's the tamest, whitest place on the planet. But yeah, 31 is my over-under on how much if I called your parents. Oh yeah, I know Brady would hop into the cages all the time. Man. He didn't know it was bad. Did I really? Oh yeah, I know we had to pull you out of the mouth of stuff. <laughs> you breastfed on an animal for 14 minutes before we found you. Wow. We've heard you at the zoo. It's creepy. You've been in the cage. That's probably why your dad got to know Jack Hanna. Hey, in order to keep this kid alive, can we go backstage for a little bit? Otherwise, he's just going to tumble in. I got to keep him safe. I got to keep him safe. We got to get closer and from behind. So then you guys started to walk around different parts of the Columbus Zoo because you were too susceptible to those tumble ins. <laughs> I guarantee it. Harambe would have been shot 20 times if Brady was ever at the Cincinnati Zoo. <laughs> we'll try to get into a couple of cages next week. Are you going in? Yeah. What for? in columbus i'll hit the oh you're zoo. going to columbus zoo okay yeah. yeah yeah well good luck are you gonna go backstage again uh, i think so yeah and walk around back there and do you even know anybody there anymore yeah oh okay yeah. it's not like just calling and trying to drop an old name no no my, my parents just went there for another fundraiser on sunday oh, okay but so they're still, still involved all right good because if you're still calling going hey my dad knew jack Hanna, and jack Hanna's been dead yeah for yeah years. i gotta be pretty weak all right. Keep Brady away from the animals. Put him on a leash, Kirby. Put him on a leash. Uh, what do you got? On the list, uh, Tool, Marilyn Manson, Velvet Revolver, Ghost, Ministry, Knocked Loose, Static X, Love Dump, uh, Suicidal, Deftones. You could do Board for Magnum P.I. Yeah, ACDC uh, right there. there. It is. Balls. That's for Harambe because yeah, right. they sucked him out of there. Big balls by ACDC it is. Perfect. But, yeah, that's a job that people have is to – Beat off the wild. And then they lie to us because it's true. What do you do for a living? I beat off the wild. What does that mean? I'm a zoologist. That's what that means. I'm a zoologist. How much is going on at a zoo? There's not a ton every day. Day Day-to-day work is cleaning up poop. That's about it. They act like they're always... Feeding, cleaning up. Feed, clean, go home. They always act like they're up to science. They're not. Uh, they, They take these sick... Sad animals, and they stuff them in cages, and they act like they're doing science's work. They're not. At the zoo, call the nursing service that Paul Menchaca Jr. used. <laughs> Paul Menchaca. <laughs> yeah, oh, he'll do it. And I guarantee you that if you knock the Harambe out, Nathan Sutherland will be in there in a heartbeat, oh, yeah. but he'll be donating his own seat. It'll be mixed. But yeah, this one's for you, Harambe. We love you forever and ever. Son of Harambe, we hope you... Uh, Grow big and strong and get the revenge you deserve on that Chinese family that threw their kid to you, to your dad. Son of Harambe. The movie will be out summer 2024. And hopefully there's four dead Asian people that caused the death of his father. Oh, what a film that'll be. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.